0: Hey, it's Nicholas Perez. I am Ben Perez, and we are the Box Box Brothers Podcast. Nicholas, how are you doing today? It's been a while since we last talked. Yeah, it has been. I'm, I'm doing good right now. How about you? Yeah, not too bad. A little frustrated with this. This F1 season has been... A little bit boring, I'm not going to lie, with the dominance of Red Bull with this schedule that has felt like very start and stop because mm-hmm. we had the first like four races of the season and then we had a break because the Chinese Grand Prix got stopped and then we had a three-week break. And then uh, with the natural disaster, the flooding that was happened happening in Imola, the emilia Romagna region of Italy, with that canceling the race, with half of the track being flooded, um, it just it has felt very non fluid and there's been a lot of breaks that haven't felt like a continuous season for me at least. Yeah,
1: and that's like been my thing this year is that it's been like kind of a very awkward season mm-hmm. one because of the cancellation of the Chinese Grand Prix. And like you said, we've had a lot of like week breaks. Mm-hmm. I feel like last year we were very get on
0: to it quick. Yeah. And we didn't have these type of breaks. Yeah. Cause I think last year, the only break that we had was the summer break, which is pretty standard for the month off just because of Europeans taking August off.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, now it just feels, it feels very broken up and it feels like we're not getting substance and this is supposed to be like the busiest race calendar of Mm -hmm. all time, but it doesn't feel that way.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure it would have felt a little bit busier with the three back-to-back, the triple header that we were supposed to have, but it just felt like a couple mini seasons. And I think I was also disappointed because the MLO Grand Prix was where a lot of teams uh, were coming with their upgrades because now we have to wait another week for monaco but monaco doesn't really produce the best racing and teams it's not indicative of the rest of the racetracks that the teams will drive on so it just feels Mm -hmm. like the upgrades that we were promised in imola on a fast track will now be postponed until the spain the Mm -hmm. third leg of the supposed supposed to be triple header 100%
1: like right now it's just it just feels really weird because we're going back to a track that doesn't have like racing ability and Mm -hmm. so that that part's gonna be really just strange
0: to come back to but you know what's exciting about that non-raceability Nick is that if Alonzo puts it on pole around Monaco, he has a really good chance of staying in that number one spot because you saw it last year with him just slowing down the rest of the grid and uh, keeping them behind him in his what Alpine last year. Yeah. No one could pass. So this week will give opportunities for whoever does put it on pole to steal a race from Red Bull. 100%. And it's just like it's, – It's a –
1: Exciting race because you don't know what could happen, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, it's very predictable once it does, once it is started.
0: So, do you think for the Monaco Grand Prix that Red Bull is going to be on pole there, or do you think another team has it? And then, like Ferrari, Charles Leclerc finally beating the Monacan curse. I don't think
1: he beats the Monacan curse. I don't think Ferrari will be anywhere near. That this season, mm-hmm. and call me Ferrari hater, but I just I don't see them like coming back from what they've been going through at the current moment. Do you think they come back next year at all? Possibly, but I I don't think so.
0: Okay, so if they just you, don't. I'll go for
1: it. They don't. They just they just don't have the structure to compete at the mm-hmm. time. And a lot of people said that was because of Benato, but now it just just doesn't look like that it's it just, just like the entire
0: Ferrari organization
1: <laughs> it's a culture of losing i mean yeah. you look at the past they've had three world class drivers in that car they've had fernando mm-hmm. they've had vettel and they've had charles leclerc and it's just mm-hmm. they don't have someone to like lead the team and they've yeah. kind of wasted all of the talent that they have mm-hmm. had yeah and so it just makes you really doubtful for the future of that team and organization.
0: Yeah. So if it's not Ferrari that you see getting a race, win, which team do you see competing the most with Ferrari or not Ferrari Red Bull over the next seasons? And who do you think is the first team to get a win besides Red Bull?
1: I think the next team to get a win will be um, the Aston Martin team. i Fernando really? Okay. Really competitive. And mm-hmm. I feel like just if the circumstances hit just right, I feel like they'll be the next team to go. Mercedes has a while to be competitive again, mm-hmm. but I do feel like it'll be. Um, I feel like Ferrari will fall to like the fourth place race and fifth mm-hmm. place race. So they're not really with
0: Alpine and McLaren, or not even Alpine. Um, well, Alpine and who's six? Who is six on the grid right now? It's not McLaren. It's not Alphatari. It's um is it Alpha? There's uh, we've named like 90% of it. <laughs> we've named the, the whole grid.
1: So it has is to it be Haas? one of them.
0: It might be Haas.
1: It is Haas. Okay. No, it is it is Haas.
0: Okay. So so, so you see yeah. Aston coming and then with Mercedes B spec car you don't think that they'll take more time than they think they will need to get back into winning form.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, I don't think they are completely doomed. I feel like they do have like potential of coming Mm in. They do have,
0: they have two of the best drivers, like two phenomenal drivers in that Mm -hmm. Mercedes car. So it's not going to be the driver's fault that they're not competing at the front of the grid.
1: And that must be so frustrating for, um, Max and or not Max, but Lewis, Lewis and George, yeah. because they are the two best drivers on that grid, and the fact that they aren't going to be able to compete at the level they like they can
0: is yeah, gonna yeah. be just insane. Yeah, two two of the best. They're definitely top five drivers. Max is the best one on the grid, mm-hmm. but for they have a really great. I would take their lineup over. I would take Lewis and. George over Max and Checo. So in the Red Bull, if they had both Red Bull cars, Mm -hmm. which, which pair do you think would have more points at the end of the the season? If they all had the same machinery. Who out of Max and Max Hamilton, Checo, George,
1: I think Max Hamilton would have, or yeah, Max Hamilton would have the best (laughs) record. That'd just be a super team, like, yeah.
0: But what could you also see that? Them both, like, say we have a four-driver team, Max and Lewis just crash each other. But I mean, George has showed that he's willing to get in the action and crash with Max as well. And then you just have they all crash each other out, and then it just leaves Checo to mop up all the points at all the Grand Prix.
1: I mean, yes, that is very like likely but like i just don't like george as like a championship driver do you know what i mean like i don't feel like he could
0: expand on that
1: like i don't feel like he could go win a solo championship by himself i know he's done it in f2 but i've just i haven't seen him like step up and just lead a team by himself and be that dude you know
0: he did do it at williams in his defense Mm. he did lead the team for the first two years that he was down there or the last two years out of the three that he was down there. Uh, he also is playing a very political game at Mercedes right now, having mm-hmm. to deal with Lewis and knowing that he is a seven time world champion. Uh, but you're he's also beaten him last year in the driver's championship as well. And there's a lot of caveats because, Lewis did take some time to get used to the car last year. There was some struggles, uh, the race versus qualifying. It's essentially reversed because now last year, Hamilton was winning the qualifying, but not doing as well in the races. But now George is doing better in the qualifying, but not as good in the races. And that DNF in Australia did hurt him. Um, So I think he has the ability to... Become a driver's championship, and with his F three, F two back to back championships, puts him in an elite group of drivers with Charles Leclerc and probably Max if Max would have driven F two.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think the Mac, the fact that Max
0: didn't drive F two is just a crazy fact when you start to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was watching a video on on his rise to Red Bull, and I forgot that he was only at Toro Rosa for like a year. And then they bumped yeah. him up to Red Bull. Mm-hmm. And they were going through all of his uh, partners when it was Ricardo. Uh, and when he Ricardo... raced with signs for a little bit. Yep. At Toro Rosso. And mm-hmm. I, I always forget, because even signs only lasted two years at Toro Rosso before heading over to the Renault's Works team. Uh huh. And that part's crazy the thing about that they
1: were on the same team together mm-hmm. even though I know Carlos signs gets a lot of crap because mm-hmm. he just has is a lot of off days yeah if You would
0: put it that way but, but he's very consistent in what mm-hmm. he does and that's where why he's leading the championship between or the in the leading in the drivers championship with Charles is because he's just taken it home more often than Charles has hundred percent, and I
1: feel like that just—you have to have consistency mm-hmm. because anybody can be great on one day, but like to be great mm-hmm. every single day is mm-hmm. what makes a champion. I
0: mean, it ruined Nico Rosberg having to just have that championship mentality each race that he went into with Lewis, and I think I'm—I hope that Sergio is now getting that with Max, and it's showed. So I hope. Uh, If Checo is able to put it on pole in Monaco, I wouldn't be surprised if he takes home another Monacan Grand Prix.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And here's the thing with Checo. He's just so consistent when it comes to doing the little things. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing extraordinary when he drives on street circuits. He's just Mm -hmm. able to do the scary stuff, and he's able to do it consistently lap after lap Mm -hmm. and not get
0: caught. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, as long as he doesn't bin it into the wall and we have a repeat of last year's crash gate between him and Max.
1: Yeah, I still don't understand why they said there was a crash gate. That was was
0: one of the funkiest things. Mm -hmm. Well, if you, Nick, if you listen to the engine revs, he gets out of fourth and goes down to third when most people are going from fourth to fifth. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't think that there was anything conclusive, but I do think that Max believes that Checo did crash. Oh, 100%. Last year. <laughs> and the
1: what fact do you think that it... he thinks it's on purpose, I, I don't think that's on purpose, because why would you? Because wasn't Checo under fire that weekend?
0: Yeah, and he was also in third place. Like, he yeah, gave a so... poll to Leclerc.
1: Mm-hmm. So I don't understand, really. Mm-hmm. What what thought Max had about that, but
0: I, I can mean, see I can see Max being petty enough to bend it into the wall just to like give Checo the the middle finger back and be like, "Yep, yeah, we're <laughs> even now." <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what I would expect Max to do. But do you know Max is like like the third ranked sim driver in the world?
0: Third ranked? No, I did not. I know he likes his sim driving, and he, he has one of like, his private plane. He's
1: like one of like the top 10 in the world for sim racing, which is just (laughs) that he has enough spare time to be an F1 driver and then to go sim race on top of that.
0: I feel like that's the easier of the two transitions from going to F1 driving to sim racing, than Mm -hmm. sim racing to F1 driving because at sim racing, you can, you can go anywhere. You could go down to an arcade and sim race there anywhere that has a setup.
1: Yeah, and it's just it's crazy what he's just he's able to do
0: just mm-hmm. being a athlete. <laughs> yeah, he just loves loves driving. So I'm excited to see where Max goes and how everything pans out to him because right now there's no one that's looking to compete. I think the only way that Red Bull doesn't win all of the races is if <laughs> Red Bull d- double DNFs.
1: I mean that would just be unheard of for a team to win every single race in a season,
0: but like that who would just be has absurd. The, no one has the pace right now and it may change with all these upgrades that teams are changing, but right now that's a realistic possibility uh-huh a hundred percent do you know off the top and- of your head the most amount of races one constructor has won like percentages if not full time wins no
1: I'd don't I think it was Max last year? Max I know Max last year, for the so Max had the most amount of wins ever by one driver. Yeah, but I don't know yeah. by a constructor.
0: All right, and so how many did May Checo be... win last year? Seventeen or two? Sorry, two.
1: No, Checo won thir- three, two. He won. He won Monaco. Yep, he won. um Uh, Singapore, and then. I think... Did he win Saudi or Baku? No. He didn't win Saudi because that was when they tied on points. So I just don't know. I think he only, he may have only won two.
0: No, he won Baku last year.
1: No, that was two years ago. That was 2021.
0: Oh. Okay. Because that's when
1: that was the Hamilton, that was the Lewis Hamilton um,
0: magic system. Okay. Yes. So that's 20. So they have 17 out of the 22 races that were there. And then the other four were won by Ferrari, and then won mm-hmm. by Mercedes. So seventeen. Yeah. So it wouldn't like unless something changes. I, I could see that record going down this year. A hundred percent. And I just I
1: don't know because I know Max. He's just incredible. And then mm-hmm. Sergio cleans up on the days when Max is off or he's just mm-hmm. doing something else. Yeah. So that it's a completely real possibility that he could. Mm-hmm do
0: that. Yeah. So, we'll we'll have to see to find out. Um, but yeah, that's uh what's been happening in the news this past week. Nick, anything else before we get into our little drafting of teams segment this week? No, I do not. How about you? Nope. Uh we can do a pit or push segment if you want to record next week. We mm-hmm. Can do that because I do have more stuff written down, but mm-hmm. that's the the curse of the showrunner always having more ideas than we actually talk about. A hundred percent. All right. Well, let's get into our driver draft segment next.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the next draft. Um, Today we are going to be drafting an F one team. But our top five drivers to win a Constructors' Championship. With so,
0: current drivers on the grid only? Yes,
1: with okay. current F1 drivers on the grid only.
0: And we're seeing over the course of the... What are we doing? A five-year span? Have these drivers mm-hmm. for five years and see who wins the most, Constructors' and... Regular driver's championships.
1: Let's do that. Yeah. Five year span to yeah. win the most constructors and driver's championships. Ben, since I'm leaving the segment, I will give you the gentleman's first draw.
0: All right. So I'm taking someone over the next five years and we're taking drivers and their abilities. So if they're, say, Sebastian Vettel and they're like, or Alonzo and they're 40 already, you get them until 45. You don't get them in their prime. Mm, mm. So with that, I'm going to take the Lion. It's the one pick because if I'm taking a driver over the next five years who I think getting into his peak and is at the peak of his driving, give me Max Verstappen at my number one. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's no there's no other right answer. I mean, I'd be thrilled if I could get that as my first pick. But, you know, having to start a franchise, to have be my lead driver, I need someone who's been there. I need someone who's won eight times. Eight or times? Seven, oh, seven. seven times. I need uh, someone who's won seven uh, times. Some, oh. people, some
0: people may say eight times.
1: Yeah, so I need someone who's been there, done if it wasn't
0: that. for Massey Gate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> been there, done that, a champion. Been a champion, returned a champion. Give me Lewis Hamilton.
0: Uh, that's the good second pick. You'll have him until he's 43, but I think he has more longevity than Alonzo, and if he has a car that he feels comfortable and competes, he's still one of the Best drivers, definitely top two drivers on the grid right now. But uh, you know what's you know what's uh, concerning for both of us is if we have them both in equal machinery over the next five years, we uh, might just knock each other out of the championships, and our number twos or lower might get more titles than our our first two drivers.
1: A hundred percent, hundred percent. We do have two feisty
0: guys. So with my number two pick. I'm going to pick on a person that shows pace and has the ability to compete with Max day in and day out if he starts to figure out his mistakes and has a machinery that doesn't doesn't fault him. Give me Charles Leclerc over the next five years to go in and partner Max Verstappen.
1: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I completely get that, and yeah. So now I'm thinking about my guy. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if I can draft him this earlier, or should I should wait for a later round. I I
0: don't know. I may I may take him right at the next pick. So you you do what you feel is best for you.
1: My second pick is going to be Lando Norris.
0: Lando Norris, a solid solid
1: people forget how dominant his 2021 season was Mm -hmm. he had the most podiums out of any other team besides the um besides the mercedes and red bull yep he cleaned up and he was going he was on track to win his first race Mm -hmm. in russia made a bit of a bonehead move but and then he he was on he could have won um Monza if mm-hmm. Ricardo wasn't there so i just there's so much potential in him i just sucks to see him in such a bad car at the current moment yeah so
0: they've been talking he, a lot about him going to a better team once his mclaren contract is up and with the talent that he's shown and with everything that you just said about his accolades he is a up and coming driver so give him equal machinery and Uh, The fastest car on the grid and he's going to prove people that he belongs on the F1 grid and at that top spot. So solid, solid number two pick Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with my third pick. I'm going to go with someone who's just a dependable person. You know, he's going to at least come top five like he's been doing all season. Give me the Mr. Consistency now from Mr. Saturday to Mr. Sunday, George Russell. I just need someone to clean up the points, make sure you get high points finishes. And he has that, that Brit politeness in him, but underneath he's, he's got that, that Corky. He'll bite your ankles. What? Yeah. Number three, give me George Russell over the that's
1: next. Not a good analogy.
0: All right. Yeah, no, that's a great analogy. Light, um, light on the outside, but he'll he'll puncture your sidewall. He'll drop your efficiency of that Red Bull going down the straight. He'll get out his elbows.
1: For my uh, next r- pick, my driver, I select. Give me. Yeah. Uh, uh what Carlos chili pepper
0: science all right, you also went the dependable route I did
1: he's all he's always been good except for last season mm-hmm. he's he's always been good, so I just I'm excited to see what he could do in my team, and mm-hmm. now there's time, yeah, this is so- time.
0: There's time, and if he isn't able to compete with your and all the other drivers in Equal Machinery, then you just know that the other drivers have that extra thing that make them special. Mm-hmm. With my fourth pick, I'm going to go on someone who's been improving, Nick. Someone from an island country that has the speed. He's fixed his mistakes. Give me, on the next five years, Yuki Sonoda. Give him a fast car. Give him give him the machinery and i think that he'll surprise a lot of people with his speed in equal machinery against the best in the world
1: yeah he was going to be my next pick so if you didn't snag him off the board i yeah. understand why you snagged him
0: ba- banking on potential
1: mhm 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 that's for sure um, next person you know who it has to be this uh, is a little some may call him the Silver Fox, some may call him Taylor's boyfriend. There's so many names that he could be. So give me Sergio Perez.,
0: uh, I thought you were about to take take Alonzo, but Sergio, over the next five years in great machinery, solid solid pick. he's made that jump this year. He's shown mm-hmm. that he's competing. He's only 14 behind points behind Max in the Drivers' Championship. He could be up after Monaco if he's able to he take home the, the race win. So, solid pick for Sergio Perez. Mm-hmm. All right, with my fifth and final pick, I'm going to pick on Potential again. I already have Max. I already have... Who else did I? I have George at my third. I took Charles as my second. I have Yuki as my fourth. Give me the man from down under, not named Daniel Ricardo. I'm going to take Oscar Piastri as my fifth because absurd pick, absurd even, pick, absurd even, pick. Even if my fifth, fourth, and fifth don't pan out, I still think my Drivers will take home more world championships at the end of the day. Absurd. Pick. Maybe not many, maybe not as many points, but more world absurd championships. Just pick. Max and Leclerc. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right. Who are you taking with your your fifth pick? If my my fifth pick in Oscar Piastri is absurd,
1: I am also going to land down under. For my pick. He's technically on the grid. Yeah. Give me and Antonio... you... no, I'm missing. I'll give uh, you
0: I'll give you reserve drivers. Give so, me so if you want Nick Schumacher in there, you can have him.
1: <laughs> give me Daniel. Legado.
0: Do you think he's gonna be back on the grid halfway, taking Nick DeFries' spot? There's a chance. And
1: yeah. I don't know, you never know what when they say there's a chance.
0: Yeah. Fingers fingers crossed. I know Liam Lawson's doing well in supercar, so if he can continue his stuff, he has a shot. Who, who would you put in that that car? Daniel or Liam?
1: I'd say Dan I'd say Daniel for the rest of the year and then after the year Liam.
0: Mhm. Yeah. I feel that. Let Liam finish up his super card or er, super carding over in Japan and throw Daniel. See see if he still has it and if he can compete with Yuki or even beat Yuki, then we know that he still has it in the tank and he might have a shot at maybe Haas, maybe Renault after they I really, or I guess Alpine now.
1: I really see him going to Mercedes. Yeah. I really see him. Hamilton Hamilton pulls a freak retirement. He just says, I'm done. I've had enough. I'm just going to go live off my millions and millions and millions
0: of dollars. And they bring in uh, Ricardo. I see. Here's a scenario. I don't hate that. I would love Ricardo to be at Mercedes. Another option. If Lewis retires, Charles goes to Mercedes becomes their number one. They have a battle between him and George and then Ricardo joins Coast. the scuderia Ferrari and <laughs> joins the red the red wave. He would look in good in red. Yeah. Then he so, partners Carlos again. Or I guess they mm-hmm. never were partners, were they? Mm-mm. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. So options. But mm-hmm. uh ballsy number five pick as long as his racing mechanics are getting better after his two years at McLaren it's a solid five pick
1: mm-hmm. also Horner said they he had no clue what happened to him when he came back
0: oh, I think McLaren got him in his head and made him start overthinking driving hmm I think it's a Markel Fultz situation to be a hundred percent honest
1: yeah I think Red Bulls just they like it's like a kid coming back
0: home yeah you're comfortable you know what's what's what you know where to go it's familiar Mm -hmm. and that's where he won most of his wins at so i'm i'm reading for him go honey badger anything else Mm -hmm. before we close out today nick i do not have anything all right Well, with that, thank you to all of our listeners, our subscribers. We will be with you next week to celebrate one year of doing our podcast. We started it this Monaco race last year. It's crazy that it's already been a year, Nick. Mm -hmm. It really is. So with that, thank you again. Love you. Subscribe wherever you may be listening or however you may be listening. And we will see you in the next one. Nick, Mm -hmm. it's time to. Box, box. Box, box. box. Retire Retire the car. car. Retire Retire the the car.